Warning. This show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Elise. And welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast response edition. In our main episodes, I talk to a new guest who shares their favorite thing and tells us how we can become a fan too. Now in the response editions, Elise and I recap what happened when we took their advice, how it affected our lives and changed us for the better. We'd also tell you about something we like too because uh, we like to like things. Yes, we do. Now before we start uh, with today's episode, I want you to go back and listen to the last main episode because it was really good and it's uh, the Breakfast Club themed courtesy of our friend, our new friend, new friend, Craig at T3 Podcast Network. It's not necessary that you go back and listen to it, but we just highly recommend it because we know he's the actual expert in all things Breakfast Club and yeah, it was really good. Breakfast and clubby. Breakfast and clubby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I read that on the script and I was like, breakfast and club, it didn't work in my brain. I'm no. glad you said it. Um, but yeah, this is a re- response edition, so, you know, go back, listen to the main episode. It'll make this one better. You need to know what we're responding against. This Not is against. Oh, yeah. Two. Two, right. No. no, you know what I had in my head? Okay, you know where that went, where that came from. I'm ready. We are just talking about Jen Erso from Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Jen Erso. From Rogue One. From Rogue One. And, because I have a, a friend of ours uh, painted us a picture of her. And it's so good. It's and really just... good. I notice it when I come in to yeah. record. And so we always like the scene in the commercials that didn't exist in the movie where she says, this is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. And then, so anyway, I was thinking like, this is a response edition. Isn't it? Isn't we it? respond. We respond. So anyway, <laughs> that's where I was going with. I didn't realize that wasn't in the movie. That no. wasn't in the actual movie. Yeah, I was reading, this has nothing to do with Breakfast Club. Tangent. But I was reading a, an article about like, previews or trailers and things and how often like stuff we see in trailers actually doesn't end up in the movie because the trailer we're seeing is something from an unfinished film right so So it might get cut sometimes it gets cut that's interesting marvel movies specifically mess with things because like a lot of them are just straight up spoilers oh Uh, so like okay this is a big fat spoiler but like remember uh, thor loses an eye in ragnarok right and so they couldn't show him with an eye patch or, or anything like that in, in certain scenes, oh. even though he would have one. So did they shoot those scenes without the eye patch? And, and then there was scenes that came out after Thor Ragnarok that had him with his eye patch still on, even though eventually he gets, you know, he gets a fake eye. Remember okay. he gets a robot oh, eye? Oh, right, right, Yeah, right. so anyway. There's just things like that they have to fix. And, Interesting. Yeah, and there's scenes where, like, someone should have been in it, but they weren't. And, like, because, like, they just have to, like, you don't want to spoil. So, anyway, but so Rogue One had a ton of, like, big scenes left out. Interesting. Like, big battle scenes. And, and like, the article was really weird because it was talking about, oh, the, the much derided Rogue One. I'm like, I don't know a single person who doesn't think Rogue One is, like, top five kind of a masterpiece like top five star wars movies period yeah yeah i don't know anyway i just that's in my circle right. so breakfast tangent club. Yeah. tangent over tangent over that's the what, breakfast so that's club. why i said response against <laughs> 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 well 
Long story short. Long story short. Long story short. So, uh, I just short like this story episode. long. It's short story long. I just like the episode. I love this episode, of course. I feel like I say that every time, and I'm pretty sure I do. We could probably go back and listen to me say that I love the episode every time, but I really do. It's Didn't honest. Didn't I know Mega Cut? I really like this episode. Oh, I really I like. I love this episode. <laughs> I really enjoyed this episode. Oh my gosh, we could. We were totally just could. Just over and over and over. It'd be true. Um, but yeah, I saw this movie kind of like on and off growing up. Like I'd see a piece of it. You said it was it was forbidden. It was a bit forbidden mm-hmm. because it was inappropriate for my, you know, 10-year-old self. I agree. Or younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have a 10-year-old now. And she was not allowed to watch this movie with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't really know. I don't know how I saw it, but I did. Mm-hmm. Like I saw in bits and pieces of it throughout the years. Do you think you just saw references to it? Does that make sense? Because like I, I was uh-huh. piecing together a ton of stuff that I'd seen, like the dance. There's a dance scene in right. this movie. I've seen the uh, smoke it up, John. It was a, it was a banner year in the Bender house. Right. I got a carton of cigarettes. Um, <laughs> someone out there is screaming at me like, "This is not how it goes." It's like I've only seen this movie <laughs> maybe, one time. Maybe Craig. Yeah, yeah Craig, Craig might be screaming at you. No, Chris, don't do it. No. <laughs> don't mess up the line. Don't mess up the line. Uh, the I've seen the scene where I uh, like where you know, the dancing scene when um, what's his face uh, when Emilio Estevez like goes in and like screams and because he screams yeah, so yeah. loud he breaks the, the yeah the yeah door. the door yeah I I've seen every scene in that movie but I don't know that I've ever seen them in order yeah I don't know yeah. if I've ever sat down and watched the whole thing so what did you think of the movie? Like, um, I thought it was good. It's not what I remember it being. I was curious about that. Yeah, because I remember it being like this, like, cool, fun, funny, like, that's what the teenagers are watching. It's cool mm-hmm. um, kind of movie. And it's not. It's mm-hmm. very, it's like pretty serious and like Yeah, there's some funny scenes. And, mm. Uh, kind of harsh sometimes. <laughs> Not like harsh, like actual harsh movies, but like watching Molly Ringwald's character get like bullied into talking about her sexuality mm-hmm. and stuff was just, it's hard to watch. Yeah, for sure. Like, ooh, it's cringy. I, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it was for, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the scenes are uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, because they're dealing with some like heavy, heavy, heavy issues. Yeah, big mm-hmm. topics. And like, but it felt really real. Yeah, it did felt very like, real. Like, because you'd think, I feel like a, an adult who didn't grow up with this movie. So like. Me. You. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, I, but even like when this movie came out. Oh, The I adults of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, might have thought like, oh, that's not, that's not what high schoolers are talking about. Like, oh yeah, no, that actually, that, and I wasn't in high school until the late nineties, but like, Mm. yeah, no, we talked about all of that stuff. All of those things. Yeah. And I, I think the, I think the best uh, interaction for the movie was between the principal and the, and the custodian Mm -hmm. when he was talking about like, that's a good scene. Well, he's just talking about, he's just like, why are you pretending? Like, would you have cared about you when you were in high school? Like, the kids aren't changing, you're changing. He's like, I don't care what the kids think of me. Yeah, yeah I think I, you do. Yeah, you really, really do. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, why are you, 
but he was just saying like the, he's like oh, kids these days are getting worse and worse and worse they're not they're the exact same. same you just lose the ability to, re- to relate to them at some point right like Ali Shee says like something happens to you when you're an adult your heart dies <laughs> your heart dies <laughs> And that, that is, there is something about that. Yeah. And also it has to do with like growing and maturing and like kind of forgetting those angsty times and everything. And it's a For difficult sure. time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. A, I, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was funny because like Elise had seen some but not all of this film. Well, no, she saw all of I, it. I've seen it all but never, I've never sat down no, and watched it. So Elise saw it in the Quentin Tarantino version where it's a non-linear story. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Tarantino cut of The Breakfast Club. Tarantino presents oh The Breakfast gosh. Club. It's hilarious. One thing I do not know, though, after watching it, this leaves me with a bit of, like, an empty part of my soul. Why the heck is it called The Breakfast Club? Why do they call each other? Why do they call the Breakfast Club? Why do they call themselves the Breakfast Club? I don't understand. Like, it feels like there's a missing scene somewhere. Where it's like, why? Where, like, they, like, pledge that they're going to meet for breakfast every day. And, like, that's how they're going to maintain their friendship. I mean, they're not. That's not what happens in this movie at all. But they show, is it because they show up after breakfast? I don't know. I really don't know. If somebody knows that, please tell us. Please tell us, yeah. Not like why is the movie called The Breakfast Club, but why does... Because they sign their essay, The Breakfast Club. Right. Why would they, the characters, make that decision? I mean, they still make the nerdy kid... Do the work. I know. I couldn't believe it. Well, you know, you're the best writer. You're the best writer. Mm, Okay. Uh, We actually spent a really funny time... Right, so so okay so movie let's let's talk about the movie okay yeah I I understand why this movie is so timeless yeah because I and I think I'm gonna go back to it again that scene between the the principal and the custodian is what keeps it making sense right is that like kids these days right and so that whole idea behind it that like kids are getting worse or kids are getting better or kids are getting Kids are just kids. I do believe that generations were going to keep continue to get better. Yeah, I do. I believe that, and I and I believe that wholly because I love our girls. So <laughs> I'm going to be serious because yeah. like no, no, no. they're just, uh, just they're getting smarter and being able to assimilate newer information. They're anyway, going to be better humans. Yeah, they're going to be better are. humans than we are. But and uh, and having those archetypes like Craig talked about. But I mm-hmm. think actually this is funny. The most important one I think is Ali Sheedy's character, Allison, right? Allison. Allison. Yeah. And so I was getting it's like it can't be Ali and Allison. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it like, really oh, okay. is. I just like that can't be right. I'm messing that up. Is because like you do. <laughs> there are people out there that don't fit into anything, and they don't. Try. do anything or they're not they're not part of anything because like even Bender who is definitely like the outsider talks about his friends that he's just a punk rock guy that's out there at concerts right. and like so like he has like a click and then there are specifically people that don't have a click they're outside the social structure right they're yeah. not even they're not even part of anything and I think that's the most important character because like you could have just not had her in it yeah. And then you would have felt like, okay, cool, they got everyone. They got the nerds. They got the 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 punk rock kids. Like, yeah. no, there are people that just are not. They're, they're just, just not. They're just not. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Well, you were going to say. Which is interesting because, yeah, yeah. like, her problem with her parents was that they ignored her. Right. That she was invisible. Which is and what. And, like, her, which is what exactly who 
the archetype of, of who she would have been. She right. Been invisible. I know. Who do you identify with the most? Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably her, actually. Mm-hmm. Even though you had a ton of friends in high school. I had I had a a select group of friends. I was involved in things, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. I was not Molly Ringwald's character. I was not the smart character. I was not the troublemaker, and I, I wasn't the jock. Like I wasn't any of those. W- See, they, they needed they needed a solid band nerd in there, and then <laughs> well, then, then you, I could really then find you identify way. with. You, you, I, I feel like then you identify with uh, Anthony Michael Hall's character. But Brian, no, Brian. no, because like that's so that's actually assuming that because you're in band you are also that smart. You said band driven. Nerd. I'm I said a, band nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah for okay, sure. Right. But like, the, not all the band kids are in AP classes. And what a sporto of me, huh? You're such a sporto. <laughs> Deciding people their role. That was really funny when they called him a sporto. I feel like that's an Aussie term. Yeah, I know. Like hey, it ends in I O. Know. Sporto. Uh, like it ends in O, so I feel like <laughs> right. it like would really hit home with our That's Aussies. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you were Sporto. Sporto. Yeah. yeah. I like he said he said things that I have said before. Yeah. I feel like his character is actually my favorite character, which makes sense because <laughs> it's you. you. Because I feel like he's the most compassionate. Eventually, yeah. But but like pretty quickly, mm-hmm. he is the most compassionate. Right. In there, like he's actively like he doesn't want to see other people hurt he's got kind of a hero thing going on Mm -hmm. like he just is trying to just be a good guy yeah but which i think is yeah i think it's good i mean he said my favorite stuff he said hit home so hard for Mm -hmm. me that i'm oh no like (laughs) i'm I'm gonna cry at the breakfast breakfast club no just like because, like, as I've grown older and stuff, like, I've become much more self-aware, of course, For as sure. like, everyone does and everything. And so I've worked through those things that I had from years ago. But just like he says at one point, he says, like, I actually wish I would have blown out my, my knee would blow out so I would stop having the pressure. Yep. And, like, you're, it's so, like, it's. I feel like that's a weird commonality among high performing young athletes like the pressure is just so much Mm -hmm. that you just like you can't walk away from it so you wish you'd get injured so that the pressure would go away yeah i feel like that's like i've heard many Mm -hmm. people say that yeah it it was it's tough but uh and we're a high high school sports we're a high pressure high school sports area yeah yeah so but not and also at the flip side like he also acknowledges that he did he does love it he does like love yeah and that's the same thing with me like oh i love playing sports right it was what was my reaction when she rips the patch off his letterman jacket like oh he works he works really hard for that so hard for that and i get why she (laughs) took it because like it's also like this isn't everything yeah you know and it's not it's not but i just remember being like oh no I had those. <laughs> oh, not the patch. Not no. the patch. Those are hard to get. <laughs> um, finally, the state state championship uh, patches are usually in the shape of the state. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're in the so it would have been in the shape of uh, Illinois. Illinois because of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I hated Bender. I still, at the very end, still didn't love... Bender still bothered me. Yeah, I feel very bad for Bender. I feel horrible for Bender. Like, man, rough. 
rough life, feel bad for Bender. Also, like I said, those scenes where he's like in Molly Ringwald's face are so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that, like, I'm like, well, yeah, it's just incredibly uncomfortable for me. Yeah, horrible. I, I, so Bender was rough. Uh, everybody else, I got Bender. I felt bad for, but like Molly, no, don't, don't do it, don't, Molly. Don't, no, Molly, don't do it. He's he's Claire. Claire's the character. I know, name. right? No, it's Molly Ringwald. <laughs> They're all Molly. They're Ringwald. all no, yeah. No, uh, like no, 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 don't. I like. That I was reading later on. I was saying like Ben. The reason Bender it beca- is because like he, you see that he's the only one standing up to the principal. When you told me that, yeah. that's the only thing that made him redeemable in my mind. Because the principal's the worst. Yeah. He's he's the worst. He's, he's gonna, not even a principal, is he? He's a, a vice like principal. Like the dean or something. He's a vice principal or principal. Yeah. But he um he's gonna beat up Bender. Like it's horrible. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's. And so it's like, oh no, no, this guy's horrible. Yeah. This guy's the worst. So like, and like he's not supposed to be portrayed in a good light. He's supposed to be portrayed in a bad light. So, but um so like oh Bender's the one trying like he's in his own way sticking up for for the Breakfast Club and then he sacrifices himself. Right, right, He gets locked up. At, like, anyway, so that's supposed to be like, oh, look at Bender. This is why they are starting to like him. But um, also, you know, he has drugs. So yeah, also uh, yeah, he has drugs. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was he was tough to watch the whole time. I understood his character. I got that he, you know, what he was going through as a young kid, and he was, got empathy. For yeah, his I had character. empathy for him. But like, um, it still is a tough watch because. Yep. I don't think he ever stops not being, like, really, honestly mean the entire time. Other than, like, his self-sacrificing ways. There are certain things that he self-sacrificed for yeah. the show. But it's similar to, like, when you're watching something where the bad guy does one good thing. It doesn't mean that they're... Now good. Now the good guy just means they did one good thing. Right. They're like, cool, they're not a, they're not a complete and total villain <laughs> so. yeah I feel like like Bender and Claire getting together oh they they won't last well one they won't last two yeah. that's an incredibly toxic relationship yeah. and they should definitely not that, that's a bad idea yeah um but also don't you feel like you knew that couple totally like oh my gosh I totally knew that couple like the girl who was dating the guy to get back at her parents yeah. and really had nothing to do with the guy. And then the guy who was taking advantage of the girl's daddy issues yeah. to take advantage of the girl. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is gross. Totally new Claire. Uh, 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 Claire Bender. Yeah. Oh, there are so many. It's yes. so funny. I think that uh, Allison and Andrew, though, I actually, other than the fact I don't like that glam up type uh, idea where like, oh, I, I never... <laughs> She I was kn- prettier out with her crazy pretty, hair. Yeah, the crazy hair was better. And also that's because like it looked like your hair. So <laughs> yeah. um yeah. yours is better and you do it on purpose. But yes. like it's, it's like so crazy. Um but like they just put she just like so the exact same except her hair was up. And that he does say this, so I can see, I can her, see your I can your face. see your face. And like I totally get that. Like, oh I want to see your face. But um <laughs> but like all of a sudden like, but you could tell that like he was like thinking about her and talking to her and everything. He was nice to her already. Yeah, he was already nice to her. Which is good because sometimes they're jerks and then there's the glam up and then they're nice and then that's different. Yeah, and I do know that's a trope in any movie. Like, oh, all of a sudden you get the glam up. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's been in guys do the same thing where all of a sudden like they dress a little different 
and like like all of a sudden like oh I've never noticed and like okay I, I understand it's it's just TV it's a movie thing oh the ultimate is uh, in Family Matters when Steve Urkel becomes Stefan Urkel, Urkel. <laughs> yeah oh and all of a sudden she's in love with him because he's just the same guy doesn't wear glasses and puts on puts on a He's all a, suave. It was a cardigan on anyway, instead of a. Instead of, that's instead always of a lab what it makes you. That's that is Stephon the man version. Hell, oh my god! The dude version of that. That is so. so funny. I forgot about. I forget about that show. But um, yeah, uh, I I I think it was really good, and I I totally get it. I see. It's funny. I wish they would have thrown. Like, of course, the nerd doesn't get the girl in the end, or vice versa. I know. Throw the guy a bone. I get so sad. His character was very sad. His character was very sad and really good. Like, I feel like those are the people that I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of yeah. me Anthony too. Michael Hall's character. Yeah, me too. And just like he just uh, flare gun. I, I do like how they went back to all the lockers. Like that was really, really, really good. Yeah. I didn't get the crashing of the glass at the beginning. Remember they crash? Oh yeah. Is it that? Okay. Here's what. Here's my first thought. Kay. Is it that you're gonna go through? Are you like going through the screen to like be in the movie? Like you're crashing. Like maybe enter the world. Okay. That's the only thing I can think. I can of. get behind that. That that's, sounds that's, good. That's, that's that's it. And then why is it the Breakfast Club? And also, okay, you said the thing about the food. The food you were talking. You were <laughs> laughing about. Because you've talked about so many times, like. How much food you ate when you were wrestling? Yeah, or, or, or football, football practice. Football or yeah. Wrestling, yeah, and um, I'm always just like, okay, like I hear what you're saying, but I feel like I watched it happen in the movie, right. and he's getting it, unpacking his lunch. He's got like yeah. three sandwiches and like yeah. so, like all sorts of stuff, tons of stuff he's yeah. going out of there. I because I've always you've always I've always joked like, oh, there's dinner, and then there was supper, then dinner. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, cause like you, when you were, it's really crazy to think that high school athletes do these type of things, but like, like you're working out for four to five hours a day. That's insane. It's insane. Like you ha- usually have like strong body before school, practice can go two to three hours. And then like, maybe you might have workout afterwards too, like weightlifting and things like that. So mm-hmm. like, you're just like, you're starving nonstop. And so you're just like <laughs> eating as much food All as possible. Food. And like, like it, it's nice to see. Cause like you said, you've seen that scene before, but it never, like it's funny. Oh, it funny. didn't really click. Like, I'm like, oh yeah. Like he's got a ton of food. Huh. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> get it yeah. I get it so now. Funny. The only thing that's wrong is that like, he has to keep weight as a wrestler. So he probably wouldn't eat that. It, like. There's a oh, awful lot of like right. bread in there. There's a lot. There's a lot of bread a lot in there. He drank a coke. He did drink a coke. It like, would what not have happened. Coke. I didn't drink soda through high school. No, I know. Because it was against the rules for the for student athletes to to drink soda. You drink, you drink you drink water and that's it. And so like me and Nico, my brother. Okay, but this kind of leads into what he was talking about, how his whole life is controlled by other people. Yeah. it's Like, yeah. every decision is taken out of his hands. Yeah. That's just insane. Yeah, like, we've talked about it, that, like, I I was in a drafting class. Remember? Oh, we've talked right. about this, too. So that's one more thing that you're just, like, you're just like yeah, you got, you're on the path. You're on a certain path. And, like, stay, stay in your lane. Like, it's not even the kid. It's not even like it wasn't even kids. Yeah, it was the adults around stay, you saying like, your "No, life. you're an athlete. You're an athlete. You don't you do that." Do. And so I, I was in the drafting class. I wasn't very good at it, but like I liked it, and it was something outside of my comfort zone that I was really trying to do. Yeah. 
And then I remember my, we talk about how crazy this, my head coach made me drop the class and go into the weightlifting class that was in the same period. Like I fought against, like, no, I, I want to, I don't want to be in the, it's called strong body. I don't want to be in strong body. I, I like my drafting class. No. No. And then, and so I had to drop that class, which was crazy. Horrible. It's insane to think about. And my dad was mad. My dad was very mad. Um, he wasn't like that dad in the movie. No, but no, yeah. no. But, uh, Your dad was like, if you want to be in drafting, you should be in drafting. You should be in drafting. Just like, it was just too much. And in the end, I just like, ah, oh, it's too much. I'll just try strong body. And so, That's awful. I don't know. But uh, yeah, there's just so much that I get. Well, I, so I was thinking about like, I have this very specific time mm. that I feel like I had a breakfast club experience in high school. Yeah, that was something that we were talking about too, is that like these, they probably won't be friends afterwards. Probably not. Like, like maybe Andy and maybe Allie. Maybe for a while. Maybe Andy and Allie will maybe date for a little bit. Brian might tutor Bender. I don't know. Like those type of things. Like, <laughs> no, but like it or is. Or Bender might tutor Brian in shop. Yeah, I know, right? You know? I know. Poor old guy, but. The nose is supposed <laughs> he to get the elephant. The elephant is very sad. So oh, sad. So sad. But uh, is that we talked about like yeah, Breakfast Club moments happen so much. They do. Like, like super informative to your life and like, yeah. but like and then it just disappears. So what? Yeah. What was yours? You said you were gonna save it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was um, U.S. history. Okay. My sophomore year of high school. Okay. And. In this, we had assigned seating, and so in this one corner, in like the back of the classroom, was me, um, a girl who was really popular, um, but she was cool. Like, I, she was very nice, but she was also very popular. And then this guy who was like the the Ally, uh, the Allison kind of type of character. Anyway, and then I think one of the wrestlers was there. Like, it was this like full breakfast club kind of thing. And we hung out the entire year mm-hmm. in that class. And we like kind of nod to each other outside of the class, but we loved hanging out in that class. It was really fun. Yeah, it's. I remember the girl like, she picked me up for school a couple of days because like I didn't, like my car broke down or something like that. And like, yeah. Yeah. She was cool. I know the girl you're talking about. Remember, she gave me my first kiss in kindergarten. I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> she kissed me up. I was like, I don't know if we should say your yeah. name. Not that, like, no, it's fine. everybody's going to. I know, no. I was thinking like, about it. Like, I think I know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she gave me my first kiss in kindergarten and said, I think you're cute. <laughs> like, Why are you get, what are you doing? And I went and played with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> she was so cool. Yeah, it was cool. She was cool. And she ended up going to prom or something. Her. Gosh, maybe it was junior year. Maybe it wasn't. It had to be junior. U.S. history was was junior, junior year. year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's say it was junior year. Um, but she ended up going I, I to prom with the the Allison guy. His name was oh. Jared. Yeah. And her name was Christina. Yeah. And so Christina and Jared ended up going to prom together. Uh-huh. Christina had a boyfriend, but he was in college, and so she couldn't. That tracks. He yeah. couldn't go to prom because mm-hmm. you can't do that if you're over 18. Because it's and also, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. But yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, because there's other issues. Um, but yeah, anyway, Jared and Christina went to prom, and it was like this thing. It actually makes me want to go. Um, our youngest daughter always gets out my old, like, prom informal photo books for information for information <laughs> <laughs> input i need, I need, need information input. 
Yeah, uh, I was thinking of breakfast club moments would be uh, like camps. Like either yeah. like church camp or, or anything like that where for you would sure. go away for like a weekend and like kind of you'd meet some people. It was very like it felt super important. Mm-hmm. And actually, and, but then like it just would be done. Then you go back to school and you kind of see them and maybe you'd kind of hang out a little bit for a while. And it does just kind of, and like you think as an adult that goes away and it does and it doesn't. It just takes longer. Right. Because um, it's your coworkers. Yeah, coworkers. It's the people who you're friends with because it's convenient. And like they're your best friends. You see them every day. You go For to sure. lunch every day. and. And I, I, yeah, and like it's funny too because it will be people even outside of your age group too. That's even oh, yeah. crazy. Like when I was working at Starbucks, my best friend was a fifty-seven-year-old woman. Like she was my best yes. friend. Like, yeah. yeah, we just hung out, and I was eighteen, and she was funny, and I thought that she like lived life and stuff, and like we just like <laughs> hung out and everything. And she had grandkids, and it was really funny. Did she yeah. have grandkids when you knew her then? Yeah, yeah. She grand- oh, she, I didn't know that. Yeah, she was adorable. a grandma. Like they weren't my age, of course. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they, they were, were like, little. They're little guys. She talked about her grandkids. Like, oh yeah, kids are awesome. And <laughs> I am still one, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but yeah, we just. We hung out and like, just yeah. like, but like she was my best friend. I haven't talked to her in 20 years. I, I like, I hope she's doing okay. But like, it's funny, like, and then as you get older, it turns into things like, oh, uh, it's people like Your kids. kids, friends, parents. Yeah. And so like you, these people that you hang out with all the time and either like you're the ones that have kids or you're the ones without kids. And like that changes your oh, that changes your. I thought you meant like the people who are your friends because you're just kind of like put together, yes. and so you make those yeah. friends. Like <laughs> it's, it's your kids' friends, parents, and mm-hmm. you're just at the same birthday parties and you're at the same stuff. So you're like, we might as well be friends. Might as well be friends, yeah. You yeah, know. and then sometimes yeah. you make really good friends that of way. Of course, but. and like, and same thing as in all parts of your life. Like you're still friends with your best friend from junior high. And high school, My, from yeah, high school, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we, like we have people, and I've known some people since kindergarten. Same mm-hmm. thing. Like there are people that you keep. But sometimes <laughs> my best friend from high school was one of your friends in kindergarten. Yeah, my friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, you just like you do end up keeping some people for a long yeah. time. But yeah, it is funny. So many times, like it's, and it doesn't mean that those experiences were any less important, or any right. less formative, or any less Absolutely. educational, or any less like deep yeah it just meant that they were for a short amount of time yeah. it's very interesting it's like it's funny that like it thinks that the things that are important are the only the things that last and sometimes sometimes they, things are really important but it's because sometimes yeah. it's because they don't last you get a chance to like break out of your mm. like this i felt like like these people are definitely gonna i don't think the importance is if they stay friends i think it's important if this experience changed them yes so like maybe Claire's character will be a little more brave towards her friends, not given to the peer pressure. Yep. Bender might not be an absolute psychopath every single time. <laughs> yes. Andrew might start to think for himself. Yeah. And um, stand up for himself. Because like that's the thing is like you find out that like somewhere in his head he actually like even though he did a, a, a heinous hazing act, like he was destroyed because he actually was more compassionate than he thought he was. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brian, I hope, will learn to, like, relax and, you know, like, all these different yeah. things. And, and Allison will... Just open up. Open up, like, yeah. Like, be open to relationships. Be open and, and be ready to let other people in. And, and yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyway. But it doesn't mean that they need to... That doesn't mean that they need them staying together is the important thing. 
It's, right. it's going to change. It's going to change them no matter what. So Craig said something really interesting on the show. Is he was saying that, or maybe great was guy, like, right? Yeah, so great, great guy. Um, but and I don't remember if it was your observation of him or his observation of himself, but that he feels like he had a better high school experience uh-huh. because he had already watched The Breakfast Club. And yeah. so he kind of had in his head that we all have things in common. Yes. And so he went into like the most cliquish time of your life already thinking, hey, I'm going to have things in common with all these other people. So, which is hard because like content wise, I don't want my kids watching it before high school, <laughs> but also life lesson wise, maybe that is a really good thing. You know, you just, you just instill it in ahead of time. For sure. Like, cause like for me, like, yes, I was a, a jock in high school. For sure. But also I was in all AP classes too, because until I got into, into junior high and high school, I was a big fat nerd. Right. Big fat nerd. Couldn't play and sports. And you were not athletic. Not athletic at all. Just found out that I just grew too fast and I was just awkward <laughs> and clumsy. But then by the time I got into like junior high and high school, like it's like, oh, okay, this is my, this is how big I'm going to be. Like, this is cool. Okay, fine. I got this. You got used to your height before <laughs> other people <laughs> got used to their height. Yeah. And so I felt like I had both, like I had no friends in right. when I was in elementary school. Yeah. It was very awkward, but it just was that like, I was just a little too... Like adult, <laughs> like I had adult sensibilities already. Yeah. And so I didn't have friends that were kids. Right. I had a friend, but he lived across the street, but we didn't go to the same school. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, like I didn't have, so like I knew what it was like to not have friends. Right. And then I also knew what it was like to get good grades mm-hmm. and stuff too, because that was something that was really important. Right. So then when I got to be have to be uh, in 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 sports, it's like. I'm going to be friends with, with everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what the, what's going to happen with the girls. Is that, like... Yeah, I hope so. And we'll we'll keep, mm-hmm. you know, encouraging them to make lots of different kinds Tell of Tell them friends. to make breakfast club choices. <laughs> but don't be better. But don't be better. Or Claire. <laughs> or really any of them. But, you know... No, no. But, like, they're going to fit into one of those groups. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to be the social butterfly that Craig said he was. <laughs> yeah. That's I what know. I want. And that's how... And that's how it is true... Also, at the same time, no one fits into the box. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey. You know, like, everybody fits into more than one box. But, like, you identify more with one. But, yeah, I see why this movie is talked about. I see why this movie has stayed. Like most 80s movies, it's problematic. And so, yeah. Currently yeah. problematic, yeah. 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 So... A couple of words <laughs> used, and I'm like, ooh, that is uh, our, not something the we version, say now. The version we watched was uh, bleeped. It was a bleeped version. But, so. I mean, in true, yeah. you know... They just, no, it wasn't even bleeped. They just went silent. It's like They just then, muted like, it, but you could see their voices. See their faces. See their faces, yeah. yeah. There's a scene when Bender uses the bad finger, and the whole hand was blurred out. It was, <laughs> it was like really, a circle blur. <laughs> that was really funny. Was really, like, did someone burn that with a cigarette burn? Like, it's just like... Anyway, it was just really funny. But I, I really enjoyed it. I think it actually was pretty profound. And, um... Yeah. I'm really, movie. really, really looking forward to reading what Craig wrote. Oh, I yeah. Wanna, I do want to think, no, if he put this on there. So I noticed that uh, he was the director of photography, or uh-huh. might have been a technical advisor, was named Hashimoto. Okay. And Hashimoto was the name of the school counselor. So I wonder if that's like a thing. So anyway, I wonder oh. if that's written down. Okay. Yeah. How did you know that Hashimoto was the name of the school counselor? Because it was written on, it was, there was they, they show his desk for one second. Oh, and yeah. of course you noticed that. Well, no, because they it was literally like they, they showed that name. It's a long name that's easily recognizable. And then like two seconds later, 
uh, it's like Counselor Hashimoto. And so then I looked it up. That is a guy that is used in John Hughes films. He was in Ferris Bueller. Uh -huh. And so there's a couple times that that pops up. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, I wonder hmm. if that was on his, his notes. Okay. I want to so, see his notes. So here comes the notes. The okay. infamous notes. There we go. Okay. Let's see. You want me to read them? What do you want yeah, to read Yeah, you read them. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Craig's Breakfast Club Notes and Easter Eggs. Random points of view by Craig. <laughs> I love Craig. Okay. The David Bowie quote to start the film was actually suggested by Ali Sheedy. It says, never understood the glass shattering at the beginning. Doesn't seem to go with the rest of the movie. Okay, good. All right. I thought it was weird too. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's my thought process is that like you're breaking through. I, I like your thought process. Yeah, okay. Mm. Judd Nelson reportedly stayed in character the whole time, even when cameras were not rolling. Oh my oh, gosh. That'd be horrible. Constantly would harass Paul Gleason, which is the assistant principal of Vernon. So assistant, assistant principal. principal. Okay, yeah. And inappropriately harass Molly Ringwald, Claire, to the point where John Hughes wanted to fire him, but the rest of the cast stood up for Nelson and convinced Hughes not to. This was the main reason they didn't do the every 10 year sequels. Uh, the reason that the every 10 year sequels never happened. So the every 10 year sequels. Today. Were they supposed to do another Breakfast Club every 10 years? That's what it seems like. That is interesting. But, but like, it would be where are they at now? No, yes, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, and so they, I, they've they done that with the, it's, I think it's before Sunrise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, I'm, uh, someone's been like, I, you know, it's like before, after Sunset or something like that, where like they see where these people are in their lives. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. I'm, read I'm reading yeah, Craig's next yeah. thing. Okay. Judd Nelson actually went undercover in a high school for a week to get prepared for the role because he was 26 during filming. He'd been out of school for eight years. Yeah, he's got to remember what it is to be young again. Yeah. Uh, 26, you old man. Uh, right. Uh, you want to read the next one? No, go ahead. Uh, Nelson also soaked his boots in motor oil for a couple of days before filming because he believed that Bender would definitely not be wearing new boots. Okay, so what was I obsessed with the uh, whole movie? So the first, like, until the dance scene, that's where you, you yeah. got your definitive proof. Like, what's on his boot? Is there, does he have a, do you have like a chain on his boot? Is that a... Spurs? Is it a spurs? Is it a rag? Is it a, what was it? It's a bandana. It's a bandana. This is a bandana wrapped around his boot. And it just was like, what? What's going on with this? There's boot? something happening with his boot. With his boot. Yeah, you were really obsessed. They just with never it for a while. showed it, but it was just like this, like he had like one big boot, like he's a Final Fantasy character. Welcome to the eighties. I know, yeah. I know, right? Welcome to eighties fashion. <laughs> he also lit his boot on fire at one point. Oh, he did. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if he was able to do that because of all the motor oil that was <laughs> probably... soaked into the leather. During the shots of uh, our main cast all bored at start of the detention. Ali Sheedy draws a picture and shakes dandruff on it to make snow. Oh, gross me out. Yeah. The dandruff was actually Parmesan cheese, which makes it, it makes it grosser. Not sure I would want Parmesan cheese in my hair either. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, that would be a beautiful picture. Oh yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. I was like, oh, you should be in the art you club. That's where you should be. Where in you in should the art be. club, yeah. All right, let's see. That one's, it's too small now. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. This is fun. This, this is, is fun. fun. I like so this. Excited. I know. We should, I feel like we should do this every time. Okay. The whole idea what of what Claire and Annie eat for lunch bothers me. This is funny. They both take it out from under their chairs. I actually thought about this too. So Claire is eating room temperature for hours sushi and Annie is drinking room temperature milk. Why is no one else obsessed by this? I actually oh. know that she's sushi and it's like, where was that? So my, my only thought was like, maybe they had to go get it from the cafeteria. I don't know. 
I don't think so. Yeah, and the milk could be in a thermos. That that actually that tracks. Like hers is just like in a bag. Remember the dad like hands her a, hands a paper her a paper bag with a little little handle on it. So that means they went out for it. But like that is pretty gross. That is gross. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you saw, I'm glad you saw that too. As Bender is climbing through the air ducts, he is setting up a joke. The plan was for the punchline to be "I forgot my pencil," which is what Bender says when he falls through the ceiling. Which, gosh, they did so much property damage. Oh, so much. And the place is gonna reek. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can you imagine that librarian <laughs> coming in on Monday? Huge, huge library. Yes. That's the size of like a like, like our county library. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, but Hughes couldn't work backwards from that punchline to make a good joke. So the entire setup that Bender says is just Nelson Adlewing. That's funny. That is funny. He's the one that had like no career after this. Everyone else did stuff and right. actually had some revivals. What did we find the one movie that he was in? He was in, no, he's in Boondock Saints 2. Oh, right, yeah, that's a huge film. For, no. Oh, I didn't say huge. Did yeah. I say huge? No, I'm just saying like, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he'd been in things, but everyone yeah. else had been like, working anyway. in a lot yeah did you notice that as the movie progresses the cast starts removing more and more layers so by the time we hit the therapy session climax they are in t-shirts and tank tops that's very cool right. they are not only emotionally removing layers as they open themselves up more but also physically lovely i like that that's very good all right so fun possible casts Bender was almost played by Nicolas Cage. Oh my gosh, awesome. I love Nick Cage. They end up at the last minute that the studio was unable to afford him. A million dollars for this whole movie. Really? A million bucks, that's it. That was the budget. Wow, yeah, and nothing. that it's still... Well, I mean, there's like one set. I'm sure they filmed in an actual high school. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so good. John Cusack was then cast as Bender, but as rehearsals progressed, they realized that he just wasn't a bad boy looking enough. It's true. He has a sweet, sweet face. He does have a sweet face. Yeah. I love John Cusack. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would have believed him as the nerd more than I would believe him as the bad boy. <sighs> or the athlete. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So then originally Rick Moranis was cast as Carl the janitor, but Moranis was let go due to creative differences. Moranis wanted to play the role as an over-the-top Russian stereotype, but Hughes didn't see that as his vision of Carl. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. I actually agree. As much as I think Rick Moranis is a treasure. I feel like that sounds like Rick Moranis didn't want to do this movie anymore, and yeah. he's like... How do I get out of my contract? I, did you I must do this as a Russian, <laughs> or I'm out. No, Carl's Carl's thing made sense because like he is just a, a dude with a job. He's just dude, yeah. Like 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 he is an adult with a job. Well, I love it that he says like, "What you think I'm this like beneath you servant?" Yeah. Like no, I'm just doing my job. I hear everything. I see everything. <laughs> I go through your locker. I go through your locker. Yeah. Like back off. Yeah, back off. I know. I'm just a dude. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall's actual mother and sister played Brian's mother and sister at the start of the film. Oh, interesting. That's very good. That I is, like that. Yeah. Gosh, I, he was in so many movies in the 80s. That's oh. crazy. Remember we talked about he was in like, he because he was in Weird Science, this, and then he was in um, Lampoon's uh, Vacation. Yeah, National yeah. Lampoon's yeah. Vacation. Like some hallmark 80s films. The funny thing is, I like I asked and you then, after we watched it, yeah. like, what else would I have seen him in? Because I know his name so well. I would never have recognized him from Edward Scissorhands on. Yeah. I would not have recognized he's a, him. He becomes a big he dude. He bulks up quite a bit, and I just, he looks different. In Edward Scissorhands, he's the imposing bully. Yeah. Like, he's a big dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Uh, so, uh, John Hughes actually makes a cameo, too, as Brian's father picking him up at the end of the film. Which, I don't even remember Brian's father picking him up at the end of the film. I know. 
I mean, he had to. He didn't walk home. Yeah. He's, he's I kind of need to go back and yeah. look at that again. But anyway, like the Breakfast Club. Absolutely. I'm so glad I get to look at Craig's notes eventually. Makes I know. I'm very happy. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the notes, Craig. They were yeah. extra fun. And thanks for sending us down the rabbit hole. That's so good. That's so good. Hey, what were you into this week? Besides the Breakfast Club. Besides the Breakfast Club, I was into... I'm so excited. ...our newest member of the Brayton family. Mm-hmm. Our sweet little guinea pig, Fezzik. And he is adorable. He can't eat peanuts, so don't ask. <laughs> Fezzik does not want... Fezzik does not Fezzik want a peanut. does not want peanuts. It's bad for guinea pigs. It's bad for we guinea pigs. We have to look that up. Yeah, Fezzik, he lives with us. He's, he's our friend so now. He's so cute. And we'll post pictures or something. There's a chance that I'm allergic to him, too. He, well, I don't love that part so much, but man, he's so cute. I was not. You were not on board. Like, well, not I. I was on board. You were. You. Were, I was reluctantly on board. Elise was actively against Fez. I'm just. No. Kidding. no, I'm just. I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I'm saying yes to him was a sacrifice as a parent. <coughs> like, saying yes to getting Fezzik was me saying, okay, I don't want this, but it's gonna be great for the girls and they're gonna love it. So. I will get on board. Guess who's best friends with Fezzik? Me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. He just like sits on your sits on your lap and like wants to get pet and then he's just adorable. He's so cute. No, and then like he like if you stop petting him, he kinda like looks at you. Looks at you like, hey, what's up? <laughs> uh where's my pet? Where's my pet? You pet him. And he sits back down. <laughs> like you stop petting him. What's going on? Something's Where happening. What's happening? Why are they getting pets? He loves grapes. He loves grapes. And he loves the tops of strawberries. Yeah, but not as much as he loves grapes. Sometimes I'll give him mm-hmm. a top of strawberry and he'll look at me and then I'll give him a half a grape and he'll be like, And so we, we at least spent uh, a good amount of time decoding his <laughs> Probably noises. too long. Yeah. Decoding his squeaks and noises and purrs. And uh, yeah, he's a very he's a very complex little little fuzzy guy. He's a great guy. But he's adorable. Very Big fan. Cute. And not stinky i can't even explain how glad i am that he's not stinky i know i was like oh that's the part i felt like i was sacrificing like which room am i gonna have to give up to be able to have this thing by the way it was the bunker mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm just kidding it was not the bunker <laughs> but yeah there's a cool little habitat we're already planning on like trying to figure out like how to build like a really cool one for him yep like how can we make it run through both girls' rooms we can spend time. We're gonna get another one. Before you tell us. Oh, uh, before you tell us. Yeah. Too, so we got would not one. Not be the first person. Yeah, we got we got one, and we were planning. We're just like, is this gonna even work out? And then because yeah. we had, it sounds horrible. We had 14 days to return them and and everything, and and like oh. Mostly would, just in, we we're a family of people who have allergies. If my allergies or our youngest allergies had been just totally mm-hmm. thrown off, then. Uh, we might have had to, yeah. but but we're doing good. Yours, are, you have a little slight allergy to them. Yeah. But um, also, so far nothing. Could be COVID too. But. <laughs> so far nothing that a little Zyrtec won't, uh, won't take. Don't say that. It's not, I, it's not funny at all. No, uh, it. Um, yeah, it might not be him too because like there's it's been really windy and it's been really... honestly it might be his food because it's hay. Yes, I was thinking about <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, it might actually be like. Hey. Anyway, so if you're a guinea pig person mm-hmm. and you have advice for us, 
please yeah. let us know. We would love your yeah. guinea pig the advice. The little Inigo is going to be coming very soon, and so uh, we just need to get an opportune moment to go get him. But, uh, he, yeah, he needs, he needs his little friend. He's a little furry friend. Oh. We're great, but he needs a furry friend. He does like us a lot, though. He does, yeah. I feel like it's yeah. even stepped up more like the last couple he days. He climbed into my uh, shirt sleeve, and it was really funny. <laughs> he just kind of kept getting further yeah. and further. And then he'd come back out, poke his head out, and he'd go back in. And but yeah, he's totally warmed up, and now like he'll wait for us to come get him in his in his cage. He doesn't run away from me when I put my hand in his cage yeah, he's anymore. Like, okay, cool. You can give me a grape. You can give me a grape. I love grapes. I think this is the hand that gives me grapes. But yeah, he eats a ton of hay. It's crazy how much he eats. Yeah. I'm shocked at how much he eats. So anyway, um, it's funny. Yeah. Just a lot of hay. Lots of hay. Lots and lots of hay, but I love him too. Yeah. yeah so he's I, my thing this week. The girls really, really liked him. Yeah. Yeah. So they were so happy. They just couldn't believe it. They both cried. <laughs> so much. Because like with animal allergies that we have, like cats and dogs are just not. Um, we just can't have them in the house. We can't have them in the house. Yeah. It's so sad. I had kind of vowed to never have a living animal other than like a fish in the house. But yeah. all right. I'm glad we have this. That's big. He's so cute. He's adorable. He's so cute. Oh, I definitely like that so much. Yeah, so much. Yeah. Anyway, what was your thing? Three's Company. <laughs> Did you know that? I knew you were gonna say that. Three's Company. So we, so uh, we, we, they've been running reruns of Community on on IFC, and uh, as most people are, you're stuck in your home, and yeah, you've watched all the things. And uh, I hadn't been able to give you HBO Max yet for your for Christmas. For Christmas. Because that's where West Wing went. So West Wing went to HBO Max. For all of you who are very worried about me because West Wing left Netflix, which I'm sure you were monitoring on my behalf, um, <laughs> it's okay. Chris got me HBO Max. Yeah. Among other things, but yes, no. Uh, but yeah, it, so uh, after Community was over, it would be Three's Company. Is it dumb? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. It is. But is it is it fine to have on like while you're while like you're you're doing other things and like just kind of have to pay attention? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I mean, we've ended up just between like wrapping gifts or like cleaning up or like folding laundry, knitting doing this, final knitting, knitting gifts. We knitted a ton of gifts for family members. Yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun. Three's Company was on. <laughs> Three's Company too. Come on, knock on my door. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. I think we've finally gotten through that kid trauma of... Um, right. <laughs> because Three's yeah. Company yes. was what came on after Saturday Morning Cartoons ended. Uh-huh. And so the the theme song was like the end of fun. It was, it was when your heart died like an adult like Ali Sheedy says. Yeah, right, Exactly. And so I think we finally worked through to where we hear the theme song and we're not like, oh, 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 no. oh no, 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 it's okay, it's yeah, okay. The, the other one was, was Mama's Family, Mama's Family, and, and Mash, and and Mash. So when Mash, Mama's Family, or Three's Company came on as reruns, like that was the end of the Saturday, end of Saturday morning, morning cartoons on all three of ABC, NBC, and CBS. CBS. Yeah. So see, kids, what what Saturday morning cartoons were? <laughs> you didn't always have cartoons. <laughs> 24 hours a day. Right. Oh my gosh. So funny. So funny. Uh-huh. I feel really good now about having this piece of pop culture in my head. There were oh. a lot of references that I now understand. That you didn't even know you weren't getting. In context. Now yeah. I understand. Because like, I know, oh, that's probably, that's a Breakfast Club reference. Like, I do know that. Yeah. Speaking of community, there was tons. Like, we just watched an episode mm-hmm. where they had the Don't You Forget About Me, about them coming 
yeah together as an unlikely group yeah like that was really good and then oh they're, there's so many breakfast club references everywhere yeah it's this is nuts yeah. so and i understand the brat pack a little bit more because i think the only i've seen a lot of john hughes movies i realized like playing streets and automobiles uncle yep. buck and weird science and like all those movies but like, you haven't seen those brat pack movies you haven't seen 16 candles no i think i've seen pretty in pink but i don't know okay does she like is the is the dude from Two and a Half Men in that movie? You know what? I'm actually not sure. Uh, yes. Okay, there I've, uh, seen, there I've seen that one. So I don't know. I always get Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles mixed up, actually. Okay, if I remember correctly, Pretty in Pink has the dude from Two and a Half yeah, Men, yeah, yeah. John Cryer, John, John Cryer, and then it, he's Ducky, and then it has James Spader in it as like the bad guy. Yeah. The bad guy, rich guy. Yeah, that sounds right. But then what's 16 Candles then? Have I never I, seen I 16 know. Candles? I, I, I don't know what 16 Candles is. I have is. always blended those two movies together in my head. Right, I don't know. Oh, man, okay. Guess I gotta watch more 80s yeah, movies. Yeah, and Craig's right. I, I looked, because I, I, I started looking through the Brat Pack movies, doing a nice deep dive and everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, those guys were all really popular. No kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, then, and you forget that that's where... Um, Oh, I, he'll always just be Sam Seaborn to me. Oh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yeah. That's where Rob Lowe got to start, too. Yeah. Rob Lowe, Demi Moore. Yeah. And, like, well, and then, like, my dad my dad and mom talk about Brat Pack all the time. Like, cause right. my, my parents were teenagers. My mom and dad were, eight, uh, were 18 in 1980. Yeah. So, like, these people, like, this is their adult teenage time and everything like that. Right. They like, were the same age as the actors. Right. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, like, so that, like, 1980, 81, 82, 83, like, that was their, like, you know, gro- growing up young. Gosh, they're more kids of the 80s than you are a kid of the 80s, even though you were born in the 80s. I know, right? That's just, that just, like, wrinkled my brain a little bit. That kind of <laughs> broke my brain. No, they, they do claim kids of the 70s. They, yes, yeah, they, yeah they were they're kids, kids of, of the 70s, for kids sure. Kids of the 70s. I'm, I, it is funny, being born in 1983... Like I, like I grew up in the '80s as a kid. We were children of the '80s. Oh gosh! Somebody just posted. One of my friends just posted a um, a coffee mug that she found, mm-hmm. and it, it said, it said '80s made, '90s raised." Yeah, that makes I'm sense. Like, okay, yeah, that's yeah, me. That's that, how that I feel. checks it for us. Because like, yeah, we were, we were teenagers in the night in the late '90s. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but like, I remember all those '80s things. Like watching movies that were not appropriate, <laughs> so you know, like anyway. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I I just really appreciate Craig. Craig, thank you so much. It yeah, was it was a, a lot of fun. Like you put a lot of thought and effort into this, and I really appreciated your love of this movie because like we all have those movies that are just the best mm-hmm. in our mind. Whether they're the best to other people, that's that doesn't matter. Like it's yeah. important to you and it's informed your life but uh anyway he's become a, a good friend that i text with now often and oh that's nice yeah when when we're about to travel throughout the country he would be someone that i would love to to meet up with Sounds most like- us being in california most people want to come to us and that's fine too <laughs> so, yeah but it's really fun to stop in yeah, other places i know no i'm saying like most people end up, oh no i'll come to you don't worry like <laughs> you live in california right. on our way bye. <laughs> bye. yeah but um yeah so i mean that's it, right? I think that's it. I think we did it. Yeah, we got to give it a, a a rating. A rating. I give it two chopsticks of, of warm sushi up. Ew, two chopsticks. warm sushi chopsticks. <laughs> Gross.
gross. Uh, one carton of cigarettes. <laughs> that's what I was going Were you really? Oh, that's yeah, so funny. Yeah, I was like, I can't do the voice. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, but you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at like two. That's the number two. Like two like things. Um, or you can uh, call the like line at 661-279-0130. You can email us at I like to like things podcast at gmail.com. You know, someone had asked about the the like line if they were out of the country and didn't want to call. Oh. Uh, just like you can record it. There's a voice recorder on your phones. And oh, you and email just, it to just us. Just email us the M4A file. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, or the MP4. I forget which one it comes in. I think it's M4A. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But like, I can just totally just put that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just record do that. it on your phone and just send it. You don't have. It doesn't have to be to the email. Yeah. Um, you can also support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash I like to like things where we're putting, uh, we put a new uh, content of some sort on Mondays. Every Monday. Just, but mostly it's been, uh, we call it Our Favorite Is. And it's just mm-hmm. a random thing. We like gorilla style. Like, Ha! What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing? Yeah. So, uh, but that is going to do it for us. And But we are going to have a new episode next week with a new thing, which is going to be awesome. Very excited. We're always very excited. But uh, I will see you all next week when the beautiful, wonderful, positive cycle of learning and changing and growing continues. <laughs> so that's bye for me, Chris. And for me, Elise. Bye. Bye.